Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Maybe you're familiar with the affliction. It goes a little something like this. It's mostly unique to citizens of Western Pennsylvania. A member of the Pittsburgh Baseball Club, generally a younger one, does something really cool that gets you a little bit excited about the future. And then someone starts talking about what will happen to this player six or seven years from now. Good morning to you. Good Friday morning. I'm Dayon Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Pirates on this Friday, June 4, 2021, not 2027. Check your calendars. We're still six years removed from 2027. Why does that matter? Well, because contrary to overwhelming public perception, the Pirates aren't going to lose Hayes next year or the year after or three years from now or whatever it is. They own his rights as a player for the next six full years years. That's when he can become, for the first time in his career, a free agent. That's it. Now, there are arbitration years along the way. There are different discussions that can be had. Of course, an extension can come into play. But what everyone who talks about the extension never brings up is that he's here for six years regardless I have actually seen people say, man, if they could just sign this guy to a five-year extension, that would show that they're serious. Signing him to a five-year extension would be kind of weird when they have his rights for six years. I get it, man. You know, I get the cynicism. I get what it's like watching Austin Meadows hit five million home runs in St. Petersburg, Florida when he's only a throw-in in that obscene Chris Archer trade. And I also get what it's like to be someone watching that game last night at PNC Park. And Hayes coming through with two hits, a triple, 
couple of outstanding plays at third base. Actually got a nod from Starling Marte over the the million-mile-an-hour laser that he intercepted off Marte's bat. The kid's just special. I, I've tried so hard to be careful about hyping him. Not over-hyping him, even just hyping him. But every time I do that, it actually gets thrown back in my face by the kid himself because then he'll exceed whatever my hype might have been. We're going now on two years, really, of significantly interrupted by the pandemic, shortened season, and all that other stuff. But we're going now on two years of this kid doing this stuff. Hitting the ball to all fields. Hitting for power. Catching everything. Throwing smoothly and effortlessly. Playing third base like his old man, who, by the way, was at the yard watching in person last night. It's fun. We get to watch this kid grow up. And you know what? We kind of get to watch him grow a little older, too. That's kind of the point that I really, really want to emphasize here. He's not going anywhere. Stop with the Yankees and the trade and the this and the that. And, oh, no, he turned down an extension. All agents turn down extensions when somebody's been in the big leagues for a month, unless you completely blow them away. They're advised to do that by the Players Association, by all kinds of agents. Agents hate seeing those contracts even the Ronald Acuna ones that are, are just astronomical, and you go, wow, how did that happen? That player hasn't even been in the majors. What are you doing? This, this kid's got a long, long way to go, and he's got a long, long time to get there. The Pirates already have approached him, which says a lot to me. I didn't even expect that. I'm not sure why they even did that. But they did kid listened. The kid's still listening. His agent's still listening. We know that. We're in touch with him at DK Pittsburgh Sports. But one way or the other, it doesn't matter. He's either going to play for the Pittsburgh Pirates for the next six years or he's not going to play at all. There's nothing else to it. Stop worrying about it. Stop making it ruin every time you see something from him that you like. You know what? Do this. Do this next time. When you see Key diving to his left and getting all dirty and he bounces up and he fires it across the infield and the crowd gets up and roars and the pitcher points his way the way Sam Howard did last night. And you immediately go to that reflex of what's going to happen six years from now. Ask yourself what else in your life causes you to think about something that's going to happen in six years. Seriously, like I'm talking about important stuff like your mortgage, your kids going to college, stuff like nobody, nobody does this. The most meticulously prepared people other than them, nobody does this. Nobody says, wow, but what about 2027? No one does that. So why do it? singularly in your life attached to who's on the Pirates roster and how long they'll be here. 
I mean, this stuff has, has really just gotten out of control in this city. Enjoy this, kid. Appreciate the fact that there's going to be six full years of watching him play. Six full years that this smart new management team has to put a supporting cast around him. And six full years in which, you know, maybe something good could come out of it collectively. Listen to this kid after this game. Listen the listen to the 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 cool, the calm, the poise that he has. No matter how well he does, he never overinflates himself. I mean, yes, yeah, felt great. Um I was out for what seemed like half a year. I mean, I was a little little bit a month away from a half a year, but uh, yeah, just to be back out there with the guys and be able to be out there with uh, the fans cheering us on. I mean, it was uh, great. And then it was also great to get the win tonight. You know what that sounds like to me? That sounds like, well, first off, it sounds like the player who's the son of a former big leaguer, which he is, and Charlie Hayes himself had a very, very similar persona, humble in that regard. He sounds like a Pittsburgher. He sounds like someone that this city would fall in love with for all the same reasons and in all the same ways that we did with Andrew McCutcheon. Yeah, I just went there. Whatever. I'm tired of underhyping it, you know? <laughs> when we come back, just one question. It's time for just one question, and that's brought to you on this program always by the good people at the North Shore Tavern, directly across Federal Street from PNC Park. You'll love the place on game days. Everybody goes there on game days. It's kind of, you know, packed anyway. Find another night. There's TVs in there all the time, uh, watching all kinds of sporting events. Uh, There's... Pirates memorabilia from front to back in the place, and there is, of course, steak on a stone served to you on an 800-degree slice of lava rock. Has to be experienced to be believed. North Shore Tavern across Federal Street from PNC Park. question comes from Dan Starcheski, who says... Who is the greatest baseball player of all time, and why is it either Cabrian Hayes or Jacob Stallings? All right, Dan, sounds like you were one of the 4,000-plus who was on hand for the Pirates beating the Marlins 5-3. to three. I don't mean to leave out Jacob Stallings in this dialogue. Look, he's now 7-for-15 in his career with bases loaded. Like, all the guys done is come up huge in these situations. But I've got a special cap tip to the Cheetah for this one because he was having a rough at bat. He took, in particular, a swing for his second strike that looked like the swing that you would regret for a week. Like, you'd regret that one if you were Tony Gwynn. It was so nasty. 
But he kept battling. He fouled pitches off. He waited for the one he liked, and he drove it into the left field corner to clear the bases and win the game. Uh, that's that's pretty stuff, man. That guy is a baseball player and a half. And you want to talk about building with a foundation. And if you want to talk about, you know, keeping players in Pittsburgh and signing someone to an extension, I've got your candidate right here. This player, the Pirates hold his rights as well for an additional three years, meaning all three of his arbitration years. But in this, in this context, I'm going to advocate instead of some kind of long-term extension or whatever, although he's certainly earned that, I would advocate simply ensuring that he is not traded away. I don't believe that the Pirates in this stage of the Ben Charrington build can afford to have a catcher who is lesser than Stallings defensively and in terms of pitch framing, handling his pitchers, knowing their strengths and weaknesses, making them better than Stallings is. This is a special player defensively. If he isn't the best defensive catcher in baseball, he's top three, and there isn't anyone who would dispute that. And on top of that, he does cool things like this. You know, he's going to hit 260 to 265. He's never going to hurt you, and he can be part of the next winning Pirates team, to borrow a Charringtonism. He can be that. Not every player is going to have to be the same age and pay the same dues at the same levels of the minors on the way up the ladder. That's never how this works. You always have some older guys. You always have some veterans who've been around. And Stallings is that guy. If I'm the Pirates, I am engaging in conversations to keep Stallings here for a long time because the things that he does well aren't about to go into a slump. He's not fast, despite the nickname, so he's not exactly going to slow down. He's just a plain old good ball player, and you need those types on your team for the short term and the long term. I'm willing to watch Adam Frazier, who's a more valuable piece, get traded in the name of boosting prospects. I am not willing to see Stallings go when I know there are no catchers at any level of the system until you go all the way down to low A Bradenton and Andy Rodriguez, who was another one of those pieces that came in the Joe Musgrove trade. And I'm sorry, I'm not waiting for the low A guy to get here. I don't know if this was the answer you were expecting to your awesome question, but this is the one you got. I appreciate you sending it my way. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Pirates, and we'll be back with another episode Monday morning. <laughs>